Today's show is sponsored by M1 Finance. M1 Finance is one of my favorite investment tools because it's free. It allows you to purchase partial shares of stock. So you can buy Amazon with $3 instead of $3,000, for example. And it allows you to do automatic rebalancing. With M1, you can essentially create your own robo-advisor and cut out all of the fees by selecting a set of low-cost index funds, setting your target percentage allocations for each fund, and turning on automatic rebalancing. If you set up auto deposits to the account each week, M1 will automatically weight the purchase of each fund back towards your targets. Plus, M1 is set up to help investors think long-term rather than fostering a trading mentality that you see with other apps. I have used M1 myself for many years and have no plans of stopping. One thing I have really appreciated is that when I transfer funds to M1, they are available to purchase the very next day, compared with Robinhood, which takes like five days. Ouch. M1 is definitely unique, and I love its features. There are plenty more I didn't even touch on, like the ability to create a portfolio line of credit at super low rates on up to 35% of your account balance, and earn cash back with your own M1 checking account. To use this tool, simply click the link in the show notes of this episode or go to businessandinvestingsherpa.com forward slash M1. Doing so will help support the show, and we would greatly appreciate it. Now let's get on with today's episode. Welcome to the Business and Investing Sherpa podcast, where we'll teach you how to build an automated, scalable, multi-million dollar e-commerce business just like we did. Plus, we'll teach you how to invest the profits to reach financial independence and a whole lot more. We're not interested in retiring early, though, but rather building a life we never want to retire from. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business and Investing Sherpa podcast. On today's episode, we are going to dive into some of the nitty gritty of how to actually get your business um, up and rolling from a legal and financial standpoint. So today in the Build Your Business Step 5 podcast of the series, we are going to talk about how to set up your legal entity business checking account and get an EIN number. An EIN number is an employer identification number that the government uses to identify you for tax purposes. So getting your business house in order will help keep everything organized, limit your personal liability, and ensure you are compliant come tax time. First, we recommend incorporating with your state as a limited liability company. There's a few reasons for this. Limited liability companies limit your personal liability to the amount of money in the company and protects against other personal assets being at risk. To ensure this protection, though, you must keep your business and personal expenses separated by opening a business checking account and using that account only for the business. So if you cross between business and personal and you mix the money um, that you're spending in each account, then this can cause an issue where the essentially what it's called is you're piercing the corporate veil. 
And the main problem with piercing the corporate veil is that you could lose your personal protect your liability protection. So you definitely once you are have your business checking account up and running and you have it funded with um, company money, you want to keep any personal expenses out of there and you also don't want to use um, your personal account for business expenses. Also, LLCs require less ongoing regulatory paperwork for compliance. So in 99% of cases, it is going to be a better idea to just use an LLC than to actually um, use like a C-Corp. You will have much um, higher hurdles um, to go through to keep up your C-Corp, to do it the right way. And in most cases, an LLC is going to be your best bet. You'll still get all of your protection, everything you're looking for, um, the ability to open your business checking accounts and credit cards and such with the LLC as well, as well as all of the liability protection that we're after. And just as a side note, really it's the liability protection that we are after here um, as far as the main benefits. There's some people um, accidentally believe that they get tax benefits by opening an LLC, but an LLC is a pass-through entity meaning that all of the income received by the LLC simply passes through to its owners. And so you do have to file a, an additional tax um, filing for the LLC each year, but the LLC itself is not going to give you any tax advantages. When you take a business expense, um, that is a deduction, but that will be a deduction whether you are a sole proprietor or an LLC. It really doesn't matter. The LLC won't give you any benefits in that regard. There is one strategy that we will talk about on a different podcast, though, where once you are above um, really a bare minimum of 40000 in profit, um, I would suggest needing to be even um, a good deal higher than that. Once you're sixty, seventy thousand in profit, then it can make sense to apply to have your LLC taxed as an S corporation. And the reason for that is when you are a self-employed individual, you pay all of the self-employment taxes. Um, when you are employed at a company generally they are covering a portion of that, say half of that. And now you have to cover that yourself. Well, when you apply for S-Corp, you can take a reasonable salary from your S-Corp and you have to set up payroll deduction and there are additional filings. And so the best way to handle that is to work with a payroll um, provider. And we talk about all this in in a, in a future episode. Um, but just important to know that you can actually save money on those self-employment taxes. You get to take the difference between your reasonable salary and your total earnings and whatever that difference is, that's how much you are going to, that is the range that you're going to save those taxes on. So it can be very helpful. 
Um, it saved each of our owners up to $10,000 last year alone um, in taxes. And so at some point that can be a very useful strategy. But next we are going to open an LLC. To do that, we're going to search for your state's secretary of state. So for example, if you live in Texas and you want to open an LLC in Texas, then go to Google and search Texas secretary of state. Then read the business services section of the website for the Secretary of State and follow the online steps to open an LLC. So in our experience, it has not been that complicated to open an LLC. And oftentimes you do not um, necessarily need to work with um, someone to help you open those, open those LLCs. We've opened many um, and have not really had any problems with that. Um, so that's that. Yeah. Once you have signed up for an LLC, you will receive a certificate of organization and an articles of incorporation from your state, usually within a few days. And these are two different documents um, that the state gives out. One is essentially registering the business. Um, it, it'll give you some numbers that your registration number with them. Um, and it's kind of a systems database type of thing, which is the um, articles of incorporation. And then the certificate of organization, that will actually be a pretty formal looking certificate um, for the LLC, the kind that you might want to put up in, uh, in your room, but not the articles of incorporation. So you'll have these two. And these two documents, once you have these, um, the next step is to get an employer identification number from the federal government. And to do this, so after you receive these documents and know that everything was approved, it's time to apply for an EIN number. To apply for an EIN, search Google for, quote, apply for an EIN. And go to the first non-add link and click apply online now. And it should take just a few minutes to receive your EIN number. Now that you have an EIN, yeah, so with the EIN, it, it's a little... Um, a little bit of a bummer sometimes because it's a website, but it actually closes in the evenings um, to get your EIN. So if you want to get an EIN, um, it's super easy. It's free. It comes right away as long as it's not too late in the day. So that can that happened to me once or twice. I was excited to get my EIN and went at 9 p.m. to the website, typed it in, and it said, no, we're closed. Come back tomorrow. And it's just kind of ridiculous. But um, it's super easy once you once they're open, once the website is allowing EINs again. So now that you have an EIN, a registered LLC with a certificate of organization and an articles of incorporation, you can go to your bank and open a free business checking account they will ask you for the above documents. So bring copies with you. 
Yeah, so really those three documents are the primary documents needed um, to have your business up and running, um, to go to the bank, to get your free checking account, and then from there you can also apply for business credit cards. And we we like Chase um, because of the Chase Rapid Reward credit cards. Um, and we like to run advertisements uh, or basically pay for everything, ads and expenses, everything through those credit cards so that we can get the Southwest um, Companion Pass. And so the last several years, me and my other two business partners, we would rotate through who was getting um, the ad spend and just other expenses um, on. We each had a credit card, a Chase credit card. Um, and so all of us would be able to get the Southwest Companion Pass that way. And it's uh, um, pretty awesome because not only are you building up a ton of points, but once you have that pass, then you can take someone with you for free on your flights. So we fly free everywhere we go. Um, we have a ton of points built up and it's really all because of the chase, um, system and just the power of combining that with starting and running your own business. So we have some links, um, for the specific credit cards we like, um, down in the show notes. And if you want you can check that out and we will do a further episode on the Southwest Companion Pass and how exactly to get that, all the details, what's best um, in the future. So keep an eye out for that. The only other thing I would note um, that isn't on here right now um, as far as topics to talk about, but is still important. Um, So you don't need um, to have a formal, um, operating agreement to get your business, um, checking account, but that is one, the final piece, um, of this puzzle, I would say, as far as formal legal documents that are valuable to have, um, when you are starting your business, that is, um, the main one, which Essentially, it's a it's a document that details out all of the owners, their ownership stakes, how compensation works, what happens in the event of the death of a partner, or um, if someone wants to leave the company, how how is that handled? So all of these important issues that can come up um, in the future, those are what the operating agreement is there to to create an agreement around beforehand. Um, so we would recommend you sit down with an attorney for that um, in our at business and investing Sherpa.com. Um, we have some attorneys that we work with and recommend um, for this process as well. Um, so it's not, it's not too tough, um, but it's definitely valuable and important. So that is it. And I think we will wrap it up for today. Um, on our next 
Build Your Business series, we are going to talk about how to reach out to manufacturers to begin getting pricing details and samples. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. See you on the next episode of Business and Investing Sherpa Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're new to the show, I highly recommend you listen to episode one and slowly work your way through all the episodes as the content builds upon itself. Also, if you are getting value from this podcast, please consider financially supporting the show to encourage us to keep it going. You can do this by clicking on the link in the show notes. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and review. Take care and see you on our next episode.